What's up, everybody? I'm Alex Lewis. And I'm Victoria Lewis. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of Keep, keep That, that same, same Energy, where we'll be discussing how to keep that same energy in your marriage, in your passions, and more. So much more. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Keep That Same Energy. Today, we have a special guest here by the name of Kimberly Greer. We're happy to have you here. And I also have my lovely and beautiful co-host and who happens to also be my wife, Victoria Lewis. Hey, guys. Well, actually, her name's still Russell because she ain't changed it. You but know what? That's just another topic for no, another day. No, it's going to get changed. I promise you. It's a process. I don't think you realize that, like... It's a huge, it's like you gotta change your license, your social security number, your passport. I'm gonna have to purchase another passport, but I'm not gonna go on a rabbit hole on that. So, exactly, a whole nother podcast. But anyway, I'm this Lewis is by spirit. Yes, she is. So, this is gonna be a special podcast today. We're doing a segment that we would like to call Trendy Topics. And on today's trendy topic, we'll be talking about our men, specifically, I guess, black men, maybe if we want to talk about them. But typically are men capable of keeping that same energy and being loyal in a relationship. And so we were inspired by just watching on the breakfast club, them talk about um, their segment on the same, on the same topic. My circle around me, my circle ain't there because Kevin is doing what I'm moving in unfamiliar territory. I didn't call the audible circle around you. It's very hard for you to do stupid. Get tapped on your back. Hey dummy, what are you doing? Ain't got nobody with me. Then Joe Button replied with this. No, but in thinking about how hard he works, like sometimes you're not on but for 10 seconds in the day for however many days. And I, as a man, can understand how that can be difficult. And then Lonnie Love said this. I don't speak for the black community, but I do think that a lot of black men, they really don't know how to have true, faithful relationships. They think because they have money, because they have power that they can treat women any kind of way. Lonnie Love is saying things. And that is something we need to work on. We are still dealing with the point of uh, slavery, and we are descendants of slavery, and because our family... So, Kim, as our guest of honor today, what are your thoughts on what was said on The Breakfast Club on Friday? First of all, Joe Budden is an idiot. And just scratch his whole comment. Second, I can, I'm not making excuses for Kevin Hart. Like, no, I'm not making excuses for him. But I understand what he is kind of saying about being in unfamiliar territory and not having his people there to keep him straight. Um, So I agree to that to a certain extent. But... We all know how it is just having our accountability partner there to be able to tap us on the shoulder and be like, hey, bro, Aces, you getting out of pocket. You know you got a wife at home. You know your girl went like that. You know your man went like that. Sometimes if that's what it takes to keep somebody on a narrow path, then I'm okay with that. But he also has to be mature enough to be like, hey, I'm by myself. Like, let me not do that. Lonnie Love. Uh, she not speaking for all black people that's all i'm gonna say yeah i mean she made that she made that clear um she made that clear in in the beginning of her you know her little piece about it but then i also do agree about what she's saying about the brokenness 
um, in the black families with the black men and they are not shown how to love properly, how to be faithful. They're not taught. They're not corrected when they mess up. So I get that too. But yeah, I don't agree with everything they said. It's not all black men. And I do also agree that um, with Kim, as far as the excuses, like Kevin Hart made some excuses, period. At the end of the day, he do not need to blame it on his crew, his friends, his family, whatever, on him not cheating. He is a grown man, so he needs to take full responsibility of his actions, regardless of you not having that accountability. Now, I do understand that that's important. However, that's an excuse, and I ain't, mm-mm. Nah, but nah. I don't think. But I don't think he didn't take a, like he didn't take accountable for. It. Like he know he messed up, but I think at that moment when it happened, he wasn't. I don't know. I guess, and I guess that comes with like knowing yourself. So I would put myself in a situation like that if I knew that I'm without my people that's going to keep me straight. So I think as a grown man, he should have knew, like he should have recognized that part. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I think on Kevin Hart's part, I think it's important that he points out that you have to like have, it kind of goes back to our talk last week about, you know, the importance of having the right community around you. So even though like he was going to the club or going wherever, so like even though that's like sinful activity, not judging him or whatnot, but I think still, when you're going out to have fun, you need to have a sense of community to hold you accountable while you're there. So, like, for him to step out by himself, I think he's just admitting that he realized that that was putting him in a worse environment than he would have been if he was going out with his crew or with people that he trusted that he knew would hold him accountable or, like Kim said, be able to just kind of tap him on the shoulder and say, bro, like, you need to chill out. Right. Or don't yeah. go with her wherever she's trying to take you. So, um, I agree with Kim. Also, Joe Budden's point makes no sense. I don't no. care how busy you are mm. or like what your schedule is. Like, you know, as a man, I think when you're you can be so busy, um, and I just don't think that affects your judgment to where you can just take the first person that's just easiest access next to you, right? Um, or the first person to try you just because you're so busy, just because you're not at home, just because it's another excuse available i mean i didn't even understand where he was even going with that whole thing right he was like being home for 10 minutes what did that have to do (laughs) with what did it have to do with him cheating exactly i mean just to play devil's advocate even though as i said i don't agree with him i would say that maybe he's saying that if you're not around your significant other enough then your level of intimacy, attraction, or whatever may go down. And if you're around other people more, and then especially like if it's a person that you're around all the time, like your assistant or something like that, then maybe an outside attraction will grow for that person because you see them more than you might see your wife. So just a different perspective. What y'all think about that? I mean, mm. if you're if that's what he's saying, then I guess so, but it's still stupid nah me. sis because nah I, my whole Mm-mm. thing is i don't mm-hmm. care if you with your wife for 10 minutes you feel that 10 minutes with something that's gonna last you for your next couple of days next away minutes, next day or whatever it how is. many other days you're away so that's just an excuse exactly 
I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here because I don't need men listeners trying to kill me like I'm just all on y'all side because that's not the case. I just want to give both points of view a fair chance in this talk. Right. And mm-hmm. I and I thank you for clearing it up yeah. with me because I didn't know where he was going. Like, going I just tuned it. him out because I didn't. I was like, what does this even have to do with anything? Yeah. And it may just be that little small clip they sh- they shared, but I mean, as a man, as a man, I would say this: like, I would, the more I'm thinking about it out loud with you guys, I think that his point has a little bit of validity. Just because as a man, you're such a visual creature, and obviously, we're not supposed to like give into our flesh. But like, mm-hmm. you can find yourself like the devil will try to get creep into your brain and make you find attractions in people just because they're around you. Like if you at work and you got an intern or assistant and okay, nine times out of 10, if you got an assistant or an intern, now you seeing them eight hours out the day, you only seeing your wife. What? How many hours is that in a day? You sleep eight. So how many hours, like four hours in a day. So like yeah, you're around awesome. them more than you're around your wife. So the, the, the key thing is, is that you have a choice. Like mm-hmm. whether or whether or not exactly. to indulge. And that's really with all of these answers that they gave. Like you just purely have a choice, man mm-hmm. or woman. Right. Um, you know, you purely have a choice. But I can't see how like it weighs on you more, like when you're not around your significant other enough. But I think that's another podcast in itself on making enough time for your spouse, regardless of what you got going on. Yeah. Period. Exactly. You have to prioritize what's important to you. And honestly, if you're only seeing your significant other 10 minutes out of the day, I, that person is obviously not as important to you, in my opinion, because if you're spending more time in your work or as far as your passions and things like that, like, get it. I understand the grind. I understand the hustle. However, like, for him, Joe Budden, he has a family. He has a fee. I don't know if they still together. I don't know. They're not together anymore. Oh, they're not together? Well, when he was with her, that was his fiance. They and they were spending a lot of time together. Exactly. Now, they also have a son. So, oh. it's so important to make time for your partner, your spouse, your lover, whoever. At the end of the day, like, I get the grind. I get the hustle. I get that you're trying to do other things to make money, to provide, blah, 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 But at the end of the day, your partner, your spouse, those are things that are supposed to be a priority. And if you're only seeing that partner and spouse 10 minutes, you are, you're not making that person a priority, which you allow other things to creep in your spirit and your thoughts and allow other temptations to come by simply because you are not in your proper place by making that person your priority. Mm. Agreed upon. That's, that's that's good. Yeah, so I think that's that's two good points we made so far. That I think to avoid that and to be able to keep that same energy and be loyal in your relationships, that you have to prioritize the other person, and that you have to understand that you are you have to make a choice, like to be committed and to be, you know, with that person. Um, now to Lonnie's points when she went on her rant about slavery and really disenfranchisement and all this other stuff. Um, I agree and disagree with her to a certain extent because, again, like people like to talk about being a product of your environment or how you raised and all that stuff. But I feel like people have a choice. Um, I do understand like when you're, you know, raised in a single parent household or you don't have a present father figure in your house and you not you haven't really been taught how to love. I think you still can choose to learn, you know, because. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I grew up in a single parent household where my father wasn't present. I had to learn from my mama who was trying to do her best to be like my father and my mother in certain instances to help raise, uh, you know, a young man. And I still, I didn't really get, and Victoria's pointed this out to me, but I didn't really get like that motherly love from my mom. She was like very hard on me. Because she wanted me to be, you know, good. And, and she be, was serving both roles. Right. Like like you said, she was serving both roles. So, you know, for me, you know, I had to, but even with that, I had to, when I when I wanted to be in love and um, do things like that, I had to choose, you know, to learn how to love. You know, I think that that's a huge, you know, part of the process. What do you think, Queen? Oh, you're so cute. I like the clean thing. That's so cute, but okay. Ooh, <laughs> um, I, I agree with you um wholeheartedly. Like like that is so important as far as just uh Lonnie was reaching a little bit in my opinion, but it is like you were saying, like you have to have a choice. And I do understand that, especially in the African American community where, you know, we are the, the values and the characteristics and the things that we truly need to thrive in our relationships and not just, uh, uh, um, you know, just not, not relationships as far as with your, with your boyfriend, with your spouse, with your girlfriend, whatever, but also in your friendships, also in, in families and things like that, that because we wasn't able to receive that correct training or receive that correct love, um, due to, you know, single parenthood and um, just other things that we have to deal with and as growing up as African-American African women and men. Um, however, at the end of the day, we can't allow that to be a way where we are not able to do better or do our best and choose to be able to be a better person choose to be able to love even harder even if you didn't receive that love choose to seek it um choose to just be be the change that you want to see or and and be that light or just be that you know give out the things that you wasn't able to correctly receive Amen. but also find you have to find healing within yourself Come on, and man. it starts with loving yourself first and be able to learn you know Develop that self worth and the you know and developing that self love within yourself to be able to pour into others. So like you said, it's it's really just a choice. It is a choice, and I just want to add that with it being a choice, like you said, you have to be able to recognize that it's an issue too. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, you you mentioned the whole you know not being taught or not having a training. Um, but then also I think we're, we're missing that part, that small part about, like, correcting it. Like, when you're loving somebody wrong yeah. or, you know, speak, I guess, speaking up for ourselves. Like, if I'm not receiving that type of love that I want or that I need or that whatever, like, me being able to speak up and say, hey, mom or hey, dad, you know, this hurt, that hurt. I didn't like that. That made me feel some type of way. Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah, and I and I think, like I say, especially as a black man. No, I'm not a black man. I'm a black woman. <laughs> but I, I know because, I mean, I have a lot of, well, not a lot, but some guy friends. Um, and then, and, and I can see it with just the, the male figures in my life who I know 
didn't have the the greatest father figures and I can and I can tell now how it's just like loving you know my aunt or my sister my friend you know I could just tell that yeah they didn't get that and I don't think that nobody ever taught well people probably have told them that it was you know like what you're doing is not incorrect but being able to receive it like say and accept that hey I'm, I'm not doing it right I'm not getting it right what do I need to do in order to love you better or court you better, you know, whatever. I, right. I think it, it got to come to a point of being able to accept it and then be able to be willing to, to learn, I guess, learn from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think learning from it is, or just your experience from your life and being able to, I think it all, it ties back to really all the points, but really when you choose to recognize the signs of, of what did or didn't happen in your life, then you're truly able to heal from what happened. Because once I realized that I wasn't, I didn't really see love, then I had to seek out ways of finding out things or just researching or looking at other people around me to find out, okay, what does love look like? You know, how can I truly love my life, love my wife and uplift my wife? Because when we first started dating, I treated you more like my best friend and I treated you like my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more so like just jokes and, and stuff like that. And that's just the way I learned how to love. It's just, you know, it's more tough love, you know. You like the affection. Yeah, still, and I'm still growing in affection and, and stuff like that. Um, but I just wanted to ask, we'll start with you, Kim, since you're our guest. So have you ever been in a situation, relationship or whatever, where the person didn't keep that same energy with you? They weren't consistent with their commitment to whatever you guys had. Maybe that's a For better sure. question. That, so, that's a good question. Okay, well, there <laughs> I it can is. answer that one. There <laughs> it is, then. <laughs> no, no, but I have, like, um, you know, the the with the inconsistency of, you know, you start off and you talking and you just in that honeymoon phase where you talk every day and you, you know, you you FaceTime and all throughout the day, you texting all throughout the day, you calling each other before you go to sleep. Shoot, you falling asleep on the phone and, you know, <laughs> and then that goes on for about, two, three weeks, and then it starts to die down. Um, and I think and something that I struggle with during that whole little honeymoon phase and then die down kind of ghosting phase is, um, I mean, I, I just learned that I had to learn that it, it wasn't me. That's something that I had to learn. Like, it, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it, it happened to me plenty of times. And I had to get to a place where I had to be like, girl, it's not you. It's them. Yes, it's. It's, it's them. It's, it's, yes. not, it's not me. And I think that comes back to um, what we was just talking about earlier. The guys not, not, them not recognizing that they have an issue. Um, and not being able to be upfront with, me as a person, um, like I would love for somebody to keep that same energy, you know, with me from the beginning. And, you know, I tell one of my guy friends all the time when he, when he's asking advice from me about girls or whatever, I always tell him just be straight up with the girl from the get go. Like don't sugarcoat it mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I also tell him don't start something that you're not willing to continue period like you saying like all that texting and you know talking throughout the day and all this and that and then three weeks later you go 
ghost and you texting at 9.45 before you go to sleep at night. And it's just like, what happened? What happened mm-hmm. earlier in the day? Oh, I was busy. But two weeks ago, you weren't busy. Right. You weren't busy. You was calling me on your break. Speak, friend. You was calling me before you go to the gym. You was calling me after you got out of the shower. Like, you was finding time then. So, mm-hmm. what happened? Um. So, I mean, th- that's the type of stuff that I had to deal with. So, not necessarily that I got cheated on, but... In those instances, I learned that, like you said, like, and it and it's not to even fault them. It's just maybe they're having their own is- issues that they gotta deal with. Yeah. And yeah, so I hope I answered the question because I feel no, like no, you did, did a fantastic it. job. And let me just say this, fellas, stop playing with our queens. Like, do you understand that? Like, literally everything that. My friend, my sis was just speaking. Like, the things that y'all put our beautiful black queens through or just women in general. Like, we deserve... Never mind. I'm finna go on a rant. Go on it, sis. I'm not finna we go on a rant. We can have this for a different... I'm not finna go on a rant. Go on But it. we deserve this so much more. You. Like, you know, seriously. Like, okay. Now, I'm... You know, it just... I feel for my single women. Like, I'm thankful and I'm blessed with an amazing husband but I really just feel for my single women and all the trials and tribulations that y'all have to go through with these men today. Like, I don't understand why is it that you have to continue to just keep not keeping that same energy or why you have to constantly play games or why you have to, you know, just give your best shot the first couple of weeks and then just drop the ball and just disappear, go ghost. Or just, I don't know, why is it there's so many excuses so it's just like literally, I don't know. I, I'm just over it. I'm so over it. I've been there. I'm thankful for my husband, but I just feel for the single women out here who just literally just have to keep getting this BS. Like, why, fellas? Please, please. Why? Why? We want to know why. why. Well, y'all need to be the change in 2020. Let's keep this. Let's keep the energy up. Let's keep this same energy in 2020 and stop playing with our black queens. Period. Because we tired. <laughs> we is tired. I think sometimes, <laughs> sometimes women, you know, when the man don't do right, it's looked at like, oh, well, you can't keep that same energy with me. You can't be consistent. Or why, you you know, all men are dogs. But when women, you know, out here doing their thing, they not looked at that what way. What thing does women do? What do you mean? <clears throat> You said it a few minutes ago. <laughs> you was doing your thing, so you tell us what you was doing. No, like, what do you mean? Like, first off, I knew that I was not the only woman that you were talking to. Like, for one, we were in college, and I knew that, you know, I wasn't the only one, and you wasn't the only one. We was literally, we met, and you got majority of my time because we literally were just, it was something that we both saw each other that was just there. It was an instant con- connection, an instant chemistry. So, but of course, I, you know, I had other people that I was still entertaining. And so were you until we got to a point where we said, hey, you know, let's really, like, I think me and you could make this official. I, I like, I see something in you, you see something in me, and this and that, blah, 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 let's make it work. And, you know, when we, made, when we both made that decision, more so you, um, because I was already ready before you were ready. Nine times a ten, that's how it happened. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when I was like, okay, cool, you know, let's move forward. And I stopped 
entertaining the people that I was entertaining, and you did too. Okay, but you answered my question. So when you guys are doing your thing, it's when you're talking to multiple people. So I think it's, you know, fair to try. No, because I was honest with that. The thing <coughs> what men don't do. It's Some be men, honest. They don't be honest. Like, I was upfront and very transparent. I told you that I was you was not the only one that I was talking to. So I feel like with women, we could be, like, we're more honest. Like, we're not doing it in a way where it's just like, Oh, like trying to pay mind control or trying to do like trickery. Like, oh, you the only one I'm talking to. You the only one I'm hollering, you know, talking to whatever. Like, they not playing games like men do. Well, I think the free game on that is, I think from both sides, from men and women, I think you receive back the energy that you put out there, that you request, or like that you demand. Put it that way. So like boundaries. So so like yeah. So like it's if, if so so like just like what Victoria was saying. If in the beginning of our relationship, or when we first met, which I still call it a relationship because you were spending a lot of time together and we were spending time together. So we was basically in a relationship without the title. So if in the beginning of that relationship, when we were talking, we was like getting serious. And we were both open to still talking to other people. Then I felt like you have to, and I get like when you first meet somebody, you're still kind of understanding and setting boundaries and understanding like you know if you want to be with them. Yeah. But at the same time, when that person becomes your proverbial number one, then it's kind of hard. Like if that person doesn't hit, you don't hit no more status in their mind. When it does in your mind, it's hard for you to revert that person back to, well, I, I want to be the only one you talk to when you haven't set that standard in the beginning, you know? So now that person has to figure out, like I did, because when you were ready before I did, you had cut off all the other people, and I had to go home and go through my list and clear house. So those are those are two different things. But that also comes with a choice, because if I didn't make that choice, then I still would have been talking to other people. So I just feel like, for, but for, but the point is is sorry to interrupt you, you is good. that like you said you had to make a choice, and what I'm saying is people not willing to make that choice. Mm. So how does? Oh, and I had a good question, and I was trying to hold it, and then I left it left me. But so how does? What does it take? I mean. Because us girls, you know how, like, when we like somebody, we cut everybody else off. But for y'all guys, it's just, like, how long does it take y'all to know, oh, that's, like, that's the one kind of thing? I mean, I don't think it takes long. But I want to go back to answer your question to give, in my opinion, like, the educated answer to that. I think when you get to a point, which I think you're at that point now, Kim, when you're not talking to multiple people and you're just ready for that one person, then you're able to set that priority when you first start talking to somebody. Because then it's, you the only person I'm talking to. So now, I demand that you gonna give me that same energy back versus like, oh yeah, you not the only dude I'm talking to. Right, right. So that basically gives the guy free reign to say, okay, well, I'm gonna talk to other people too. So I just think, it's important to set that in the beginning. So even if you're younger, so we've got listeners that's in high school. I'm not even going to middle school and college. Um, like if you are younger and you want to be with somebody, then I think you need to, while you're learning yourself, you need to be doing that without all those extra people. Because what I've learned is a lot of times men and women, a lot of these people we're holding on to and we're just talking to, they're just for entertainment purposes only. 
Mm-hmm. You have True. zero to no intentions of those people ever being your number one. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't want me to be your number one, you need to speak up, okay? Period. <laughs> no more wasting time. PSA. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I, I just think that's the, that's like the number one like <laughs> important thing. I think that you have to like set the presence up front. Yeah. That's how you're going to get the energy that you want back because now up front out the gate, the boundaries are set. Mm-hmm. Just like when we first met, like when, that first dinner we ever had, I told Victoria that communication is important to me. In the other relationships that I've had, communication was not there. And I realized that this is going to be a, the foundation of whatever the next thing is that I get into. But the key word is you realize. And I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. You you can acknowledge that. But no, I but I think if you realize, and that's why I'm saying this, like for the listeners, like if you realize, like that you keep running into the same issue where guys ain't taking you serious, they talking to multiple people. I think your remedy is try this. Just come into it and say, I ain't talking to nobody. I'm just talking to you. So like, yeah, if I'm not the only one you're talking to, that's that's what I'm looking for right now. So out the gate, are you willing to cut off everybody else for me? Because now you're gonna get to see if this real or if it ain't out the gate. Yeah. Can you sacrifice for me? True. I like that. That's good. Yeah. And that can work it, for men and women. I have a little pushback with that, though. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, let's say, you know, I if I was single and I was meeting this individual, however I'm speaking or, or I'm talking to other people, and getting to know them as well, and um, well, you know what? Never mind, because I'm 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 talking from a worldly aspect rather than I'm talking more out of flesh. Because what I was about to say was, you know, well, I don't know if it's worth it. I need to get to know him a little bit more and this and that. And honestly, that's still wasting time in a sense. So I actually agree with you. So never mind. I mean, I think you got to know in, in today's world and just in the world in general, you got to know what you want. Yeah. If you either. know you want one person out of life, you know you're looking for that one, then why are you talking to multiple people? Because exactly. that's not getting you to right. the one. And that's why I never, I, yeah. I, can, I can't multitask with people. Mm. It's because I'm a one man's woman. Yeah. Like, I, because, I mean, what's the purpose? I don't see a purpose of entertaining five people and having to talk to five people throughout the day, having to date five people and yeah, do this. and do. People get on my nerves easily. So <laughs> just one person. And yeah. I don't think, and I don't, and I, and I, I guess I'm just speaking for myself, but I don't think I have to, if I'm talking to you and we have this mutual thing where, you know, I like you, you like me. Why do I have to say, I like you. Or why do I have to verbally be like, it's only you? Yeah. Can't you can't you see that? That I'm talking to you, I'm texting you throughout the day, I'm trying to hang out with you every weekend, every other week. Like I I wanna be around you. Why do I need to blank blankly come out to say mm. I like you? For instance, I was talking to this guy. I was living back home in Davie with my mom. It was snowing it was snowing it snowed like the night before so the next day i get up we're talking like we usually do 
he says something along the line of, you know, what I was doing or whatever. whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm going to come see you. I offered to drive my Honda Accord up to an hour and a half away to spend time and see with the, see this person, hang out with this person, have a snow day with this person. Okay, do all this extra stuff, risk my life in snow. And y'all know Alabama, we don't got no salt and all that stuff for the road. <laughs> Come back, a whole lot of other stuff happens. The conversation with me and him come up, I didn't know you really liked me like that. Mm. Tried it. Why? Mm-hmm. I drive my Honda Accord that I pay for monthly and pay insurance on in the snow in the to side. spend time with you. And I had to come out and say, I like you, sir. <laughs> like, I should have to do that. I, I just think this is when I say, Boys are stupid and they come from Jupiter. Boys, where they come, what is the thing? Girl, now you know. Jupiter, they get more stupider. Boys like, are from don't Jupiter. Don't ask Victoria anything. Yeah. Boys are from Jupiter. They go there to get more stupider. Whatever they say. <laughs> like, I just don't feel like you have to like, you can, actions. You can tell by actions yeah. is what I'm just really trying to say. The one, the one thing I would come back at you with is that I think for men, like, well, not just for men, but just in general, people have different love languages. So for that instance, that person's love language might be yours, which is what, Queen? Words of affirmations. Does that mean, like, I always get confused about that one. So that means that they have to tell you everything, like speak it to you, like blankly say it to you for you to understand. Yeah, it definitely helps. Um, and, it's, and that's one of my love languages. But it's, I have to see, see it through your actions, but I also have to hear it. And you have to constantly remind me, you know, constantly affirm those things that you have told me it just it comes to me it peace me and shows that you appreciate me not just your actions but also through your words so i think like that gentleman there his his he might be one of those people that just needs that constant, that constant reminder yeah. or even if we go back to my previous point that you may or may not have communicated that effectively up front, that you like him. Now, I understand your actions did show, obviously, I want to see you. But, you know, in our generation, things mean different things. You could yeah. just you could have just been bored in the snow and said, you're the, you're, the most, you're the closest person I can see today, and I'm bored. And so people like to know, like, this is real. Yeah, that's true. I, I could take that into consideration, but still. If I offer... Something that means I like you, so we're just gonna put that out there now. Kim is single, and if I offer to do things for you, that means that 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 should be enough. Because when it all's all's ooh sorry, when it all boils down, action speaks louder than words, and every, that's facts. You can't argue with it. You can't argue with actions. I don't care what I say. You can argue with words, but you can't argue with them actions. So. Yeah, I agree. I I do agree. You can't argue with actions. Um, however, it's so important to state what you are or what you are doing with each other. I feel like you know that's really important to calling what it is, speaking on the terms of what you guys are doing, and your actions back that up. Yeah, that's true. 
I get it. So I'm I'm learning some things. Okay, I, I can dig this. <laughs> you know, it's 2020. I'm trying to be a better person. So, yeah. So, what questions do you have for us as far as how we keep that same energy in our marriage, and that you may want to see in your relationships as you get married soon? Um. Well, first, I just want to start off by saying that I'm so proud of you guys. Um, even though me and Alex argue all the time, he didn't want me to come to his house. But that's besides <laughs> the point. I am. Like, I look up to you guys. You know, even though I'm older, you're, y'all are younger, but y'all do. Y'all, I, I appreciate you guys being just like a visual of something that I can see often. Um, to just keep me focused that just shows me that like it's possible for me to. So y'all give me hope. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, I appreciate that. Thank um, you, friend. You're welcome. Um, and oh, question. Oh, I get to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no question, question. And I think, I don't know if you're going to put this in there, but you know, the, the question was, and I don't know, you might have already asked, answered this, but at what point in, in you guys like courtship did you realize I want to be serious and like, like you said, you dropped everybody. I mean, I kind of know like the point that I get to when I drop everybody, but like you drop everybody, like what, what was just like, okay, was it, was it just different? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, Cause I, I mean, I, like I say, I don't drop everybody cause I don't have multiple people. Cause like I said, I've, I've always been that one person to put all my eggs in one basket and I always get the short end of the stick, but that's the type of person I am. And in dating, I'm the same, I'm the same way. So you're going to weed through a lot of people, but I'm promising you, you're going to find the right person doing it that way. Eventually. What? Like, like putting your eggs in one basket. I just think oh, you, you, think you just so? got to go through. Yeah. Cause I think you're going to get somebody who's going to like that you're looking for one person versus like, you know, yeah. Somebody that they can see like out the gate. I'm prioritized. Like you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. And he going to find her. Just clarify that. He going to have to find me because baby, I'm on my couch in my apartment <laughs> watching Netflix. <laughs> you have to knock on that dough. Before we answer your question, where, where does that come from? Where people, where women think the man's supposed to find a woman. Is that in the Bible or something? Yeah. He, he who finds a wife. <laughs> That's a good thing. Come on, friend. Come on. Now you know. I just wanted y'all to see if y'all knew the scriptures about to be honest. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a <laughs> <laughs> No, but okay, I know this off the subject, but since we talked about that, the whole girl shooting eight shots nowadays, like yeah. I, I don't know. Like I have issues with that. I feel like men are hunters. So they need to hunt. And I think our generation, the men want to be hunted. Mm. And baby, I ain't arching back no more in era hunting. Nobody. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's good for you to be like somebody that's, I think men like assertive women, you know, to a certain extent. So like, if no, woman, explain it assertive to me. So like, assertive meaning like a woman that's willing to approach you, whether it be in a DM or in person and say, like, like you said, I like you. Like, I want to talk to you. Like, that's attractive because so many, like, there are so many times, and you know, y'all are women and y'all have done this before, but like, sometimes women play games. Like, y'all, y'all run the table. Y'all, um, y'all like to 
play hard to get. Make the man chase. And I think, you know, the chase is, is cool and all. And it's a part of, like, what men like about, you know, just per- the pursuit of a relationship or the pursuit of a person. But I think it's just it just has brought a new a new perception or a new, like, um, a new type of, like, feeling to relationships just because of, like, you know, you know, women now putting themselves out there more and not being so traditionally minded. Yeah, and I believe it's probably got some some women married, too. You just you never know. I mean, I see the little fo- Facebook posting things like they hit them up in a DM. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess see, I'm just a traditional girl. See, I think I think sometimes we take tradition. Oh, boy, we can get on this podcast because I hate traditionalism. Ooh, but but that'll be a separate podcast because yeah. we'll be here for an hour. We but to, 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 to debunk this issue, I think oh, that it's not... It's not, I think women have to step outside of their comfort zone and be willing to approach men in certain respects. I do agree with you that men should chase or go after the woman and pursue and kind of cultivate the relationship, just like the word says. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he has to be the first person to say hello. Because the Bible doesn't say that. So as far as the man leading the charge in a relationship to help kind of cultivate and grow it and, you know, pursue like pretty much like be the headship over your courtship. Like, I agree with that. But like the concept that it has to be it, or basically if you approach a man and he doesn't approach you that you, off the bat, you think it's wrong. I just I just don't agree with that. Well, I'm not saying that. But I mean, just like y'all like a little chase, we like a little chase. Mm-hmm. And I and I find that to be true now as well. I feel like the it's a sense of the the roles are reversed, and it's just like, yeah, I understand. You know that guys they do they they like they like to feel wanted, okay, needed. They like to feel needed, but I mean, you, I'm not just gonna need you right off the bat. You know what I'm saying, like. I don't know. Like, I think we got to get, get to a point. Well, for me, it's, it's, I have to take everything like step by step. I guess it's cause I'm type one, type a personality mm-hmm. where I have certain steps that I like to take. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not gonna cook for you right off the back and I'm not gonna do all that stuff right off the bat. And I feel like, that, that it's the same thing as me like approaching you first like i can like you and sit there and like it I, coexist around you and not even say anything because i'm waiting on i, I just yeah, I, I just yeah. think that's where it comes down to like that closed mouth don't get fed mentality like you like it's just like when god placed a blessing in front of you and he gave, gave you the opportunity both of y'all the opportunity per se to speak to one another but he may have put it on your heart to like him first i mean if and god so, say speak i'm learning to speak so but i mean Maybe okay that's the problem god that's ain't that. <laughs> but i mean it hush might my child. Hush. But, but i mean it might be a situation where you know god is placing people in people's lives or around them and you feeling it on your heart like i like this person so why not Go just, you know, put your get out your comfort zone and go yeah. speak to them or take the initiative and show them that there's interest. Yeah. Because kind of like you said earlier, some, I, I'm just speaking from a man's perspective. Sometimes men don't like to put themselves in predicaments to get turned down. To get turned down. Mm-hmm. Or to where, like, they play the mind game in their head to where they they become 
assuming whether a girl likes them or not because girls do that. Like girls do a lot of flirting and you know, you go put yourself out there and say, Hey, you know, like what's, was that like what I thought it was? And then when they come back at you, like, no, nah, it wasn't, you know, and go all <laughs> crazy on you. Then like, if, if that happens to you once as a man, like I know for me, multiple times like eventually like when you start getting these those same signs from other people you're gonna be like nah she don't mean it like that nah you know what i'm saying like because uh-huh. even like within our relationship like as time has went on like girls have been acting a certain way towards me and i have to ask my friends or ask victoria or they'd be like man you know that girl I like you and i'll be like nah i know she don't and i'm just putting myself in a sense of denial just because i've been hurt from that in the past of trying to be like do you like me or, or and i'd be like who well Oh, she do. Oh, okay. We're not talking about marriage right now, but y'all, you get the point. Yeah, I get the point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's good. So, back, back to your question. You were saying. How did you, well, she was asking how did you know that, you know, you was ready to be in a committed relationship? And I think you guys already answered that question. I mean, it's fine. Go ahead. No, she was asking you from a guy perspective. How did you know that you was able to just, you know, asking, drop? No, I was us. no, I was asking you, Alex. Oh, me from mm-hmm. a guy. Yeah, I, I know how a woman thinks. I'm trying to get into these business, the the mind <laughs> of these men, honey. <laughs> um, I don't know. For me, it was a maturity process, like throughout like our dating or initial courtship, to where I kind of decided. Um. A lot of things played factors, I would say. Um, I know when I first met Victoria, like within like the first week, week or two, we started talking about like kind of our past, and she kind of told me about hers, and so I got to hear about some of the hurt. And so, like in that moment, I kind of like made a. And this was before we was even committed, so I might have like said too much at that moment. But you know, man, niggas be trying. I mean, I don't know if I say nigga on this podcast, but I did. But you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, sometimes people want to, you know, people, you know, step out and you just you could you feeling comfortable. We're talking, and you just say, and I just say it was on my heart. You know, I just kind of told you like I would never like put you in that position. And I've always kept that same energy about that. Yeah. But in retrospect, I'm just like, dang, I said that kind of early. Like, you know, and I've had that thought process throughout this time of like, you know, when I still, because I still was talking to other people. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, during that time of like, before I even decided to cut people off, I was just like, dang, like, why'd I tell that girl that? Like, and I had to, I'm not somebody that lies. So, like, I was like trying to, like, okay, well, you know, in this situation, now I can't go back on what I said, or she gonna say I'm a liar. You know, and you know, Stacy, and that's her mama, y'all. She had already. I think after that, she called me and told me, "Don't you hurt my child." So it was, it was <laughs> mama a, don't play. It was a lot. Was, I guess it was a lot of things that went into my decision, but um, for the most part, it was just maturity. Man, I just saw a lot in Victoria, um, and I just realized like that she was like the one for me. Like even through like. Some of like my BS of like trying to decide of who I want to talk to or who I want to be with, you know, she still was there. Like she wasn't, you know, she didn't run away. She didn't try to talk to nobody else. She was just like, okay, I'll wait until, you know, not forever. I ain't trying to paint you out like this. I ain't trying to paint you out like a sucker. Just calm down. Let me finish my story. But I'm just saying. (laughs) But no, I'm just just saying, like, I just feel like, but you knew, like, you knew you wanted me. And so I had to go through like my my man process of like okay like you know i need to cut these folks off and so um but it was just maturity it was just growing up and just realizing like 
it's just so many ways to answer this question, Ken. That's why I feel like I'm rambling. But it's just like there were so many different factors. So I think, first of all, it was a maturity of learning who I was and who I wanted to be and who I wanted to be with. I think that's the first of all. I think to back up to back up that point, I had to block out all distractions because I had external people telling me, "You're too young to settle down. You don't need to be with one person. Mm -hmm. I know you've been talking to that one girl. You know, don't be falling in love with her just because she can cook." Like I don't heard, I heard it all during that season. So like, (laughs) you know, it was it was you know figuring out what I wanted, who I wanted to be. It was blocking out distractions. And it was just truly just looking at Victoria for who she was and just trying to really decide, like, do I want to mess this up trying to, like, live my best life or do I want to, like, value something good? And so I think when I took all that into consideration, I was able to accept my good thing and run with it. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. See, y'all give me so, so much hope. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But no, that was really good. And I think the one thing that pointed out is like, you know, with when you mentioned that and it was a maturity process and knowing what you wanted and who you are. And I feel like that is just so important. And also just, you know, those things that you mentioned, it doesn't happen overnight. Like I think it's 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 a it's a process, it's a journey. And sometimes you have to I know for our situation, it's not for everybody, but I know with us we had some growing pains that we had to get through. Um, because we basically grew up together. So, you know, he had that initial thought, but you know, it took time, um, for, at least for us, and I'm not saying that for everybody because we met at a very young age, but it took time for him to truly get to that headspace in a way. Like, he knew what he wanted. He knew who he was. He knew what he wanted for his future. That was off top. However, everything that came with it with eliminating distractions, um, not allowing other people to get in his head. Like, that was a part of his journey. That was a part of his process of truly becoming the man that he is today. So, I mean, just to wrap this episode up, so I just want everybody to kind of give their thoughts on what are some points that you feel are important for people to, you know, maintain, to keep that same energy and to be committed in their relationships, whether it be, I guess it could be, like love relationships, friend relationships, whatever. Just how do you keep that same energy? Um, I would say just to be consistent, whatever you start with, end with, um, most importantly, um, and just to be honest. And it just, if, if something's bothering you, be honest with it. If you don't like that, be honest with it. You don't want no parts of that, be honest with it. You love it, be honest with it. Just be honest and consistent. So, yeah. That was some good key points, Kim. I definitely agree with you. That was some of the things that I was going to say as well. Being consistent, keeping that communication, being transparent, setting those boundaries, and laying that foundation. But, no, I think it's it's definitely important to be committed um, to set boundaries. I think you need to truly take a self inventory of yourself and kind of really learn yourself. Um, because I feel like once you, once you know what you want from somebody, you know, you're able to kind of put that out there up front. And I think if you don't take that inventory and learn from what you did or didn't learn in your childhood or from your previous relationships or encounters, like if you haven't done that, then you can't truly go into something and have it be 
you know, fruitful. So I think you should definitely take that inventory first and then, you know, be upfront and honest and transparent and communicate effectively with that person out the gate. Um, that way, you know, immediately, you know, what that person knows immediately what your expectations are. So, you know, if expectations are set from the beginning, then there is no room for the devil or for anything else to creep into whatever you guys are trying to establish. So I think, you know, those two are my important keys. And one more thing, y'all, self-love is everything. Like to be a... No, to be able, they're looking at me crazy because I just did a whole little. Anyway, self-love is everything. It's so important to be able to find that healing within yourself. I can't stress that enough to be able to just truly love and get to know somebody. You got to truly get to know yourself and love yourself first. So that's priority in my opinion. And finding your worth through Christ, not in this world, but through Christ. And that's all. Well, all right, you guys. We definitely thank you guys for listening to another episode of Keep That Same Energy Spinning. So we want to send special thanks to our special guest, Miss Kimberly Greer. And she is the owner of... Tell us more about your business and where they can find you on social media. My business? Your organization business. Oh, we're talking about... Oh, chaos no more. Oh, my God. Um... Yes, my home um, organization business. You can follow me at Chaos No More. And it's C, not with a C. Ha ha. That's K-H-A-O-S-N-O-M-O-R-E. That's on Instagram. And hit your girl up. I would love to organize your closet, your pantry. I don't know. I'll come clean for you. Just, just hit me up. I got y'all. Oh, and also, while we on here, we're going to talk about... Um, my podcast is coming soon it's gonna be a little bit different but it's gonna be so good you guys um yeah you'll have to check out my instagram for more information and my instagram is at love k and it's l-o-v-e two k's one a four y's And I think you guys can see in the name how extra she really is in real life. But we thank you so much for coming on this podcast with us and joining us today. We appreciate your perspective and just speaking your truth, sis. So thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you guys have a blessed day. And remember to keep that same energy. Until next time. Be blessed. Peace.